This next round podcast is presented by Roback Activewear. From performance polos to the performance hoodies and the performance Q-Zips, Roback is the best fit and the best fill. Use code TNR20 at Roback.com for 20% off your first order. That's R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. 20% off all polos, hoodies, and Q-Zips with the code TNR20. And make sure to check out the Roback print polos. They have you feeling good all year round. is the moment I have been waiting for for the last couple of weeks. Uh, we announced some new stuff here at Disrupt Media, new shows, new content. We shortened our show from 9 to 12 until or from 9 to 1 to 9 to 12. And one of the specialty shows I said was a must-have, the original roundtable with ESPN's Ian Fitzsimmons. Uh, what's up, brother? Man, it's a privilege to be back with you, LT, uh, as, as a weekly guest here, man. It's, I'm, I'm pumped. Uh, how we survived all those years together in Birmingham and didn't get fired, I'm still in awe. I really am. Yeah, so. I, I am. I, you know, if it would have in, in 2020 to 2023, we, we probably no would have. We're gone. Right? I mean, there's little doubt. Yeah, so uh, you and I started doing the the official roundtable together. I think it was 2007 when you guys moved yeah. back, when I begged you back from Dallas. And I think we had like uh, almost a 20-month run. I think you left in like June of 09. Is that about right? Yeah, have you forgiven me for that? And it was Randy Galloway, I mean, a, a damn legend in the Texas Sports Hall of Famer, that called me to to, uh, to come do afternoon drive with him uh, in a top-five market. And I, I'll never forget coming – over to your house, you're like, dude, you don't need to come over. Uh, we're good. You know, I love you. And I'm like, nah, I gotta, I gotta come say this face to face. Walked over. We had a cocktail. I said, yes, I gotta go to Dallas. And you're like, I, I know. I'm well aware. Goodbye. I'll never yeah, forget it as I, long as I live. Yeah. Look, I, I obviously forgive you. Um, <laughs> it, you needed to do it. I mean, look, wife needed to go back home or wanted to go back home, which I totally understand a bigger opportunity, which has now led to ESPN for you. So I got it. You know, I just didn't know. And you know this, like everybody thinks they can do this. And I'm sure there's plenty of people that probably can, but it's yeah. difficult to find chemistry in what we do. And no you and I had a special chemistry back in the day and we're able to pick it up just like that. So I didn't think I was ever going to be able to find that again. And it took, I mean, it took a good six months and, we never thought it was going to work, but they threw me in there with Dunaway and Brown. And look, I absolutely love it. I mean, as you know, you've well, you done guys a lot are of killing it. Yeah, you guys are crushing it, man. It, it's uh, and part of me is kind of proud of that, dude. Is, is that by me abandoning you, you got not one but two new teammates. Uh, Rockstar, right there in the mix, man. Without him, he's a heartbeat. We all know that. Self-deprecation goes a long way. Love, love me some Sean Henniger. And now you've got you know not one but two guys that you can lean on because Lord knows. I was leaning on you. You were leaning on me. It was like a tripod formation, just kind of trying to meander down the street. Yeah, and I was going to say, you, you are one of the few that can do a uh, entertaining solo show. But to 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 go from just two to three, I mean, that's a huge difference. So, I mean, I can zone out. I can text. <laughs> and I can get up and pour a beer. There's a lot of things I can do with, with three of us. With, with one-on-one, it was a little more difficult. It's a little more challenging when you got just, yeah. It's look I always look I when it's just you know one other guy. So I love the fact that you go, yeah, I can zone out, go grab a beer. I'm sure Dunaway and Brown are always thrilled with Oh, that I, Brown like, doesn't hey. care. Yeah, Dunaway lets just, me know about it a little bit. See, I would have thought it would be the opposite. I thought it would have been Brownie being the Boy Scout, right? That would be more 
hey, Lance, come on, man. You got to cut it out a little bit. Or you yeah. know, over Dunaway, who's been known to be a hard charger at times. Yeah, yeah. Dunaway's more of the perfectionist. Like me and me and Brown are like when we get away from work, we get away from work. Dunaway is one of those that he's going to tune in, whether it's on the beach or not. He's going to critique. Um, he wants everything to be perfe perfect. You've got to be you kidding me, Small. Oh, yeah, 100%. He's on vacation, 10 toes up. And we'll get to football here in a minute and all that good stuff. But I, I, I hold on a second. Ah. And, you, and you're telling me that he's actually listening while on vacay with the fam and almost screaming at the phone. Yeah, look, we had a new show that debuted live this morning. We're going to be doing Monday Live. Uh, Tom Luganbill's on there with with uh, Dunaway, and they're doing, you know, reaction uh, on Monday mornings. And I forgot to tune in today. Like, I wanted to tune in, but I completely forgot it because, you know, I, I'm like you. I'll do prep at home, watch games, all that kind of stuff, do some notes the night before. Um, but I just – I typically don't listen to sports talk if I'm not, uh, if I'm not doing it. See, I'm the opposite. You know, whether but on a road trip, if I have my girls with me, if it's a daddy daughter road trip, then yeah, their playlists dominate the truck, right? I mean, they're just coast to coast, wherever we're going, they they get free reign of, of, of the radio. But if it's just me, if running errands or if I'm driving somewhere, like I'll, if, I, if I have a game in, in Austin or, you know, I don't know, Baylor, if I'm calling a Baylor game or I'll, I'll drive to Norman, it's sports talk the whole way. I mean, I, I'm the opposite when it comes to that. I will listen to sports talk radio, whether it's Sirius XM, whatever it may be, nonstop. But if the girls are in the truck, they have free reign. So I'm, I'm actually, you and I are reversed, but I damn sure am not critiquing a show that I am on if I am on vacation. That is, bro, we got we need counseling for that. Man. Yeah, there, it's, it's next level. Hey, it's it's the original roundtable. Uh, my weekly guest, that is ESPN's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Lance Taylor, Disrupt Media here. Uh, make sure you tell your friends about this. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, this football season. So I, I'm just going to ask you this as we go into week one, and I want to jump back to week zero before we get into some of these matchups. Yeah. But you're going to be on the road each and every week with ESPN, as you've done for years now with ESPN Radio. Who's your team this year, and where will you be week one? Uh, LSU, Florida State, man. We're going down to Orlando uh, after, and everyone stay safe. You know, there's, there's a hurricane that's supposed to be coming in later this week. Uh, it's supposed to clear by Sunday. It is game on, which you get some of that, you know, at, at first it was about going to be, even for a night game, about a 100 to 103 heat index on field level. That should actually help both teams as far as, you know, just getting through the uh, week one, but I can't wait, man. It's five v eight. What happened to Mason Smith stinks. It's pathetic. Oh, it sucks. Johnny Manziel, LT, got a half for doing the same thing when it was one million percent illegal against Rice. Mason Smith, All American D tackle for LSU, gets a full game against number eight for signing autographs just a few months before NIL became legal, and it is legal now. And now he gets a full game. It's Come on, man. That is the dumbest damn ridiculous. thing. Ridiculous. Oh, it's awful. And this is oh, a kid who end, ended his him. season yeah. last year after there. one series against Florida State. This guy could end up being the best defense player in the SEC. I mean, as good as Harold Perkins is, is on his own team, Mason Smith is one of these guys that wreaks havoc. And if I was LSU and Brian Kelly, and I said this last, last week again, uh, Jim Harbaugh in Michigan basically told the NCAA to stick it up their ass. We're going to do it the way we want to do it. And I'd say, okay, if you want Mason Smith for a game, we'll give him week two grambling. But he ain't sitting out against Florida State. Yeah, hell yeah.
And this is the NCAA just trying to like say, hey, we're still here. You really are not. And I'm with you, man. If I were BK, I'd be doing the same exact thing. Did Butte? Did Butte? Did he get like he got suspended for a game also, even though he's now obviously in the league. But it, they they went retro, and it was the New Mexico or New Mexico State game. I think it was, that, yeah. That he missed for his brother's some family obligation. I can't remember what the all the whatever it was, but that was technically his one game suspension. Now we're going to suspend Mace for this monster matchup. It makes absolutely no sense. But hey, that's, he, where that's where I'll be week one, man. And and I think, well, get ready. This is going to be a hard paint-swapping football game. I mean, yeah. old-school throwback. Let's get nasty. Yeah, and I want to talk about LSU-Florida State in a little more depth with Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Lance Taylor, Disrupt Media. The original roundtable is brought to you by our friends at MyBookie.ag. Football back, and so is a winning season with MyBookie. NFL, college football, how about this? Ian likes to wager just like me. First two legs of your parlay, if you hit it, you can cash out early. You don't have to worry about the third leg. That's it, mybookie.ag. When you register for an account, make sure you mention next round. You put in that promo code next round, they're going to get you that huge sign-up bonus. It's from our friends at mybookie.ag. So right now, LSU about a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I love LSU this year. I've, I've always said, yeah. Ian, elite coaches in year two make a big jump. LSU already won the SEC West and knocked off Alabama in year one. He's got more players this year, a healthy Mason Smith, again, which he won't have on Sunday night. But I think LSU is a dangerous team this year. LT, I could not agree with you more. I'd love to disagree with you, but I can't. I had him against Florida State last year in that game we were talking about where Mason Smith got hurt. And they were horrendous and almost won. If Jared Burst doesn't have that block stack extra point where Jason Taylor, then a true freshman, or Jason Taylor's son, right? Is on that edge protect, and he's leaning out instead of in. That's what gave Verse that angle to come in and block that extra point. They still had a shot to win that game, but they were awful. Brian Kelly at halftime told us, we can't play a worse half of football than what we, you just saw. It was horrendous. Fast forward to when I had him against Alabama. They were a completely different team. Harold Perkins, week one, you referenced him earlier. At week one, he was C-ball, get ball. By the time Alabama rolled into town, he was making checks at the line of scrimmage. Jaden Daniels, they had a playbook in my me you know, about that big. Well, after week one, they started to shrink and say, right, let's, let's combine what he does well with what we want to do. And then that started to branch out bigger and bigger every single week. And now he's a Heisman Trophy candidate. So Brian Kelly, to me, I love Lincoln Riley. Jim Harbaugh is a really good coach. Ryan Day is a really good coach. Um, but I think Brian yes, Kelly you. is yeah. – he is the best. He's he's the best active coach that is yet to win a national championship. Would you agree with that? Uh, without a doubt. And and to your point, year two. I mean, that's when you're going to see some of these teams of ones, especially that you just referenced right there with Lincoln Riley out of USC. You know, BK at LSU. You're going to see a monster jump. And I was just talking about that jump from week one to when they beat Bama. Now imagine an entire off season again with the same coaching staff. The attention to detail. I mean, it is remarkable. Jaden Daniels told me last year, LT, that they know if you take your vitamins or not. I'm like, how? Because I don't know, but they know. I mean, so that's that's the attention to detail that these coaches that you just referenced, the Lincoln Riley is is very similar. That that's that's what when in college, especially in college football, when you hold guys accountable to that minute detail, 
that's when you're going to see results. And you saw a different team at LSU from week one. I think you're going to see a much different team with your men of Troy uh, this year, especially the defensive side. That, that look, when I had them in the Pac-12 title game, they couldn't stop you and me, Dunaway and Brown. I mean, it well, was, I mean, look, they were and, horrendous. And, and, and people dog Alex Grinch and look, and I know, uh, you know, his fingerprints are on it, but like, it wasn't like they were out of position. They just couldn't tackle. But yeah. what I saw against San Jose state, I mean, they gave up 198 on the ground, 198 through the, the air. They gave up some massive third downs, a third and 22 that led to San Jose state's first points. I'm just not sold on the defense. Again, we'll see if they get better each and every week. You bring in guys like Barry Alexander, like Mason Cobb, it should immediately be better. Um, that offense is going to be legitimate, but I just don't know what we're going to get defensively. So you're the one that got to watch that game. Oh, yeah. Hey, let me tell you Congratulations, dude. Hey, so they, I'm, they, I'm searching for it. And this, if this doesn't sum up the Pac-12, nothing does. And, look, everyone wants to blame George Klyovkov for the, the disintegration of the Pac-12. Look, it was Larry Scott, the previous regime. And the arrogance that these guys had, especially with the Pac-12 network, it's not available. I have direct TV. It's not available. It's not available on Hulu. I mean, how the hell did you get it? Well, I'm going to tell you. So I've gotten creative over the last few years having to You're watch USC football. Damn thing. I've used fire sticks, but this year coming into the season, we had I a got ton fire of, stick. I couldn't find it. We had a ton of listeners saying Uzi. It's where Ooze you or something. It's U Z Z U. They were like, this app is awesome. You get all Major League Baseball, you get the NBA, you get Pac 12 Network, Big Ten Network, SEC Network. And it's only $119 a year. So I went on. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do this. I'll check it out. I mean, I had like five or six people confirm it. They loved it, everything. So I waited. I still got DirecTV too. So I waited till about 6.30, an hour before game time. And I didn't download the app because it's not an app. I should have known at this point where it took me to the internet. I had to go on their website. And the first thing it says at the top of the website, we are 100% legal. So <laughs> That's it. hold on. <laughs> yeah. Major red flag. So <laughs> I put the American Express down. I get it. I turn on pregame. I'm watching the Pac-12 pregame. Um, not a great pregame show, but it, it's going well. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. Right when they kick it off, oh, it starts man. retraining, retraining and retraining. And my girl tells me, you know it's because this is being pirated, and everybody's jumping on the broadcast now, and that's why it's retraining. So I reached out to a couple of the guys that told me about it, and they're like, we're not having any issues. I couldn't miss any more of the game. So then I had to go to Fubo and get my 24-hour membership. So I got that. I watched the rest of the game. Everything was fine. But last night, around 7.30, I get a notification. American Express, you've been charged $429 for Fubo. Get the hell out of Dodge. So I spent $600 to watch USC beat a bad San Jose State team. That only happens to you. You are the <laughs> only human being that I know on the earth that would risk knowing that you're doing something that could get you popped. But yep. you love USC so much, you're going to do it anyway against the Spartans, the mighty Spartans. So Jose State, And you get popped for six hundo. And there could be some, like, interesting cookies that all of a sudden showed up from that little oh. pirating deal. Oh, they you probably might... have my identity, I'm sure. Oh, or something's been attached to your TV or your phone where the cops are going to show up and go, you know, she's eight. Oh, uh, boy, we hope that's not the case. The original <laughs> roundtable, that is Ian Fitzsimmons. I am Lance from. Taylor. <laughs> hey, so you, if you're doing a Sunday game, does that mean you're in production on Saturday or do you actually get a free Saturday? Oh, now you of all people are going to love this. So flying in on Friday, 
and then uh, got to go to coaches' meetings uh, on Saturday. Or I think at four o'clock it is Florida State. I can't remember what time LSU is. Just to go knock out uh, coach interviews and whatnot at their hotels. But then we're done. So it's we're going to Disney. Obviously, you know I'm, I'm a Disney employee. So the crew is heading over to Disney World uh, to just go ahead and, and experience it. I, I haven't been since I was like four and I was like crying in the street because I haven't found Goofy yet or whatever. So, yeah, we're uh, Mark Kestetcher, our play-by-play guy, is, is is a Disney vet. He knows all the tricks and trades or whatnot for cat, quote, I guess we're called, we're called cast members. So, yeah, we're going to go hit like uh, some of the rides and whatnot. I'm, all, I'm not getting on the Tower of Terror. I want nothing to do with it. Um, I used to love roller coasters and stuff like that. They terrify me now. I'm going to hit up Epcot. Because uh, I've never been, man. So, I'm, actually, yeah, we, we actually get a free night in Orlando uh night before the game. That's very rare. So I've been twice with the kids. I don't like it. Obviously, they're old enough now. We don't have to go back. I'm one of the few people that does not like Disney. Um, Epcot is really the only place you can drink. And I don't know if Epcot's got televisions. I don't know how you're going to watch any of these games. That's what sucks. I mean, you don't want to see prime time. I mean, if you were still in Dallas. They're going to get crushed. They are going to get crushed. And if you didn't have to fly out, would you drive across town just to watch TCU and Colorado? No. And here's why. (laughs) <laughs> they're, they're going to be awful, man. The over-under on Colorado uh, win total this year is three and a half. And I'll I'm take like, the under. I'm with you, LT. Uh, and if he gets over that, if he wins four, he's coach of the year. Yeah. Um, um, it's it, They have literally nothing. Now, year three, they'll, they'll have – you know he can recruit. It's going to happen. But year one, no. And I'll tell you something about TCU also as we're moving off of uh, Disney World and, and whatnot. Now you've – by the way, i got to call Kesty because – if Epcot doesn't have TVs, we got a problem. Um, but anyway. I did the around the world. That was one of two things that started to lead to the divorce. Uh, you know my ex well. Um, oh, yeah. But I took it upon myself when I brought my kids so selfish to Disney. I was like, you guys go have fun on the rides. I'm doing around the world. What's around the world? I don't even know. Oh, so the, there's like 15 or 16 different countries. And so you go have a drink in every country. <laughs> takes about takes me about two hours, and I spent about $300. I should have guessed that. Yeah, it was, and that that Disney heat, man, it was rough, but we survived it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, that's one part where I'm not looking forward to, but hopefully that some of this weather, and again, I hope everybody is going to be able to be, you know, stay safe and everything. But uh, at least the uh, the rain is going to cool that bad boy off a bit. But going back to Colorado TCU, I, I, I'm curious if you agree with this. I think TCU might have a better overall football team this year, but their record won't reflect it. Because look, go back to last year and look at all the unbelievable close games that they were able to escape unscathed then. Oklahoma State, Baylor, I mean, overtime game-winning kicks, the last second just sprint onto the field, game-winning walk-off kick at Baylor. Those are, those are games that, man, it's like the Minnesota Vikings this year, right? Go back to all those wins in that 13-win season. How many of them were by one score or less? You can't hey, get why. that lucky twice in a, two, two years in a row. So we've had Sonny Dykes on a few times. Nice guy. Awesome I just, guy. I just never believed Sonny Dykes would have a team in a college football playoff. And when he took this job, you know, you can flip that, that, that roster immediately with the transfer portal. And he did it. It all came together. But I think if they played that season out again, they're eight and four. But the amazing thing is, Ian, they lose to Kansas State in the Big 12 championship game, and then they play Michigan in the semis. And I thought that's where they were going to get dusted. For them to be able to beat Michigan, because they always talk about these teams might be able to get to a college football playoff, but they can't win two games. 
and that did stand for TCU. But for them to be able to get by Michigan in the first round, uh, that was impressive. To answer your original question, I think Chandler Morris is going to be really good. They've still got a lot of studs. Quentin Johnson is going to be a big loss. Um, I think the defense is going to be better this year, but you look at the schedule, their win total in Vegas, I think it's sitting at seven and a half right now. That should tell you something. But they're probably eight and four. They're a good team that can beat anybody on a given Saturday, but they're not going to have the special year they had last year. Yeah, I agree, man. Getting guys like JoJo Earl to come back to Texas, you know, from Alabama. Obviously, Alabama fans know him well. And I was a bit disappointed as to his production last year. I thought he was going to have a breakout type year, and it just didn't happen. Uh, so he comes home along with a few others, and, and Sonny's hit the portal well. But I, I really believe that, that they could have actually a better football team, and the record won't reflect it, meaning that not, you can't. In back-to-back years, as I mentioned, it's hard to have those close wins in, in, in consecutive seasons. It's, it's just so rare to do. It's like getting, it's like losing a Super Bowl and getting back to the Super Bowl the following year. Right. That's what the Eagles are going to have a really tough time this year because, what, the last team to do it was the Patriots in 1819. And before that, LT, I mean, you, you'll, you're a damn historian. I think it was the Bills, you know, a, a four in a row were the last team to get to a Super Bowl and lose and get yep. to it again the next year and followed up by the Patriots in 1819. And that's it. So it's hard to replicate, you know, getting back to that mountaintop, especially when you lose it. And that's going to be a daunting task for teams like like like, like a TC or any college football playoff team for that matter. Hey, so I'm just gonna, that I'm gonna rare j- team. Yeah, go ahead. Jump around a little bit. It's the original roundtable. Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Lance Taylor. Disrupt Media. It's brought to you by Lance'sLock.com. I know a lot about this business, Ian. Lanceslock.com. We're going into year nine. We've only had one losing year ever. That's amazing. Our percentage last year in college football, 57%. The NFL, 58%. We're coming off an eight and two weekend. Jump on board. Daily packages, weekly packages, annual packages. You're going to save money with that. Lanceslock.com. We will win for you. Make sure you uh, get a uh, subscription there right now. So, Alabama Saturday night, it's Middle Tennessee State. Everybody's talking about the quarterback. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's Milrow, Buckner, Simpson, uh, any of those guys, they're going to be able to beat Middle Tennessee State. What I wanted to ask you, and I didn't realize this because I didn't see game days uh, special this year where everybody does their national championship predictions. I thought there was like a national perception that Nick Saban maybe has lost a little bit of the fastball and that Alabama wasn't a team because of the unknown at quarterback and that schedule, they can win a national championship. But I heard your boy Herbie's got them. Um, yep. uh, oh, there were some other guys. I think Daz uh, has them. Uh, McAfee's got them. Yep. You know, uh, RD's got them. Yeah. Look, here's the thing, Lance. There was that national narrative coming off of last year where they had, oh my gosh, two losses on the road by three points. Time against top 10 teams on the last play of the game in both of them, one in overtime. Oh, yeah. they, they the, Oh, how the mighty have fallen. I don't care who's playing quarterback. I don't care how many guys they lose on defense. It doesn't matter. As long as St. Nick is still there, they're going to be a college football playoff contender and a national title contender year in, year out. End of conversation. That's what that man has done. Bud Wilkinson and his you know, unbelievable, ridiculous, never going to be repeated win streak at Oklahoma. He is not the best coach in, in the history of college football. Nick Saban is doing this with the 85 scholarship rule, NIL, the portal, stack on anything else you want to top, put on top of this thing. You know, kind of like my cousin Benny, right? Is there anything else we can put on top of this right now for <laughs> Nick Saban not to win? Is it possible? Well, you can't. The man is the best to ever do it. And as long as he's there, 
they're going to be a, at least a contender for the college football playoff. And nine out of 10 years, they're going to be in the college football playoff, which means they are right there in the mix for another national title. And people hate it or love it. Most of them hate it because there's a lot more non-Alabama fans than Alabama fans. But you're going to have to stink and deal with it because he's the best to ever do it. Uh, you know, it's a, it was for a minute. I guess it still is a little bit of top-heavy sport. At least you can oh, predict, yeah. you know, these five to eight teams are going to be the mix. TCU kind of debunked that last year. Cincinnati maybe the year before. But still, those teams are always going to be in the mix. But if I ask you right now, Alabama, and this is just on the fly, going into 2023, where are they in the pecking order of the SEC as far as you think how they'll finish this year? They're right behind Georgia. And the only reason I say behind Georgia is because Georgia's got, what, four at home, every one of them double-digit wins, not even close, probably at least by three touchdowns. Then they got to go on the road to Auburn, uh, which will be interesting. But that cupboard was left so bare uh, for Hugh Freeze that you know, they'll, they'll, they'll take care of Auburn also. Again, by the way, you know Hugh Freeze is going to get that thing rolling. If oh, not yeah. by next year, year three, that's going to be fun to watch. I love me some Hugh Freeze. You yeah. Know, People uh, still awesome. will beat him up about calling a couple of yeah. prostitutes or whatever the allegation was. But if you want a football coach, Hugh Freeze is your guy. The guy's got a silver tongue. He's doing a great job at recruiting, already making that impact. And the dude knows football, and he's won everywhere he's been. And he can develop quarterbacks. He's a remarkable play caller, and he made amends for that, man. And if his wife's cool with it and his family is cool with what he did behind the scenes to make amends, then what business is it of mine? I'm a right. Freeze fan. I, I, he is a remarkable, remarkable football coach. So uh, that, he'll get it right, but it ain't going to be this year. Now, the team to watch out for, to, and I'm, I'm really curious. I guess we get into some sleeper teams here, LT. Stay in the SEC. I got two. One in the East, one in the West. Texas A&M with 20 starters back. I know it's a five-win squad. Oh, they got 20 starters back of a five-win team. That team was so dysfunctional last year, it was mesmerizing to watch. The biggest issue they have this year is Jimbo Fisher having to make sure daggers aren't being put in his spine by Bobby Petrino. That's it. Uh, I think they are a, I one agree. of the most improved teams. Oh, here we go. And then my other one, Kentucky in the East. If Devin I Leary stays healthy, watch out for them Wildcats and Keon Tucky. Yeah, I like both. And going back to Texas A&M, we do a guarantee Friday, three guarantees. One of my guarantees was A&M's going to go from scoring 22 points a game to 35 points a game. He's going to win the Broyles Award. And Bobby yeah, Petrino good. is a hell of a play caller. He's got weapons now. When you look at those receivers, Evan Stewart might be the best in the SEC. Anaya Smith is back. Moose Muhammad. Wigman showed some flashes. If that offensive line gels and Wigman is consistent – I agree with you. A&M could win the SEC West. They could be a sleeper dark horse to go to a college football playoff. And to Kentucky, Mark Stoops, outside of the three we named, Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, and now Brian Kelly. I think Stoops is your fourth best You're coach right. in the SEC. And Devin Leary didn't play well last year with the injuries, but you go back to 2021, he was the ACC Offense Player of the Year. He plays like that. Kentucky is going to be a difficult out with Liam Cohen coming back to call plays. LT, it's scary when we agree, man. Either we're going to fall on our face yes. knees or we're going to be spot on. I'll give you a couple outside of the SEC. Go ahead, and, and I've already hammered this down, Lance. Texas Tech over 7.5 on the win total. Texas Tech is legit, man. Miles Cole, remember that name. It's like they spawned Tyree Wilson in a lab at AT&T over there in Lubbock. 
He is a clone. And this dude is 6'6", 255, bends like you can't believe, fires off the edge. He can stack books on his butt. He's a beautiful human being. I mean, I <laughs> love this guy. And if Tyler Shuck at quarterback stays healthy, I think they might now have this game, so I really can't make a, a, a legit prediction on it. But week two, hey, quack, quack. Ducks, be very, very careful. Night game in Lubbock, the tortilla heads are going to be all lubed up. I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised if Texas Tech pulled off the upset week two and then all of a sudden jumps into the national spotlight. You and I totally disagree on most stuff, but I agree again. Joey McGuire, really good wow. coach. Dan, Dan Lanning coming back year two. Bo Nix, a ton of experience. You're right, Chuck. If he can stay healthy, that will be a big difference. But I'm a big McGuire guy, what he's doing with the culture there in Lubbock. So I've already got a stake back with Dunaway. I took Texas Tech way back in the summer. So I am high on the Red Raiders. I think they're one of the 25 best teams in college football. Before we get out of here on the original roundtable, we're going to do this every week. Disrupt the media. Make sure you jump on there. Download all of our content. Give us a thumbs up, like, subscribe. We would appreciate that. Ian Fitzsimmons, ESPN. He's going to be a regular guest on here. We appreciate that. The original roundtable is brought to you by our friends at mybookie.ag. You need to sign up right now. NFL college football back. So is the winning. You can go to mybookie.ag, register for an account free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, use the promo code next round. You're going to grab that welcome bonus. It's on the house. Again, mybookie.ag. Just want to ask you about one more game. We'll wrap it up. We'll get back next week on the original roundtable. But the one that kicks off the weekend, and you've been all over the place in your career. One of your stops, Salt Lake City. I came out there to see you. Beautiful place. Underrated venue there at Rice Eccles. Uh, such a disappointing game last year. Cam Rising, one of the worst decisions I've ever seen him make as a quarterback. That yeah. final drive, second goal. I don't know where he was throwing the football. He didn't either. Yeah, he, you're right. He didn't. Um, now Cam Rising, it's kind of uh, a question mark. It's 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 been really weird the way they've handled this. Kyle Whittingham, a guy that you know well. He ain't playing. He's not playing. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think he is. I don't either. think he's playing. Yeah, and, and, but, but I don't know what to expect from Florida. Like, I know Utah is always going to be airtight, solid, solid football. I don't know what to think about Billy Napier in year two. You lose a guy that was the fourth overall guy um, going Anthony Richardson, going to the Colts. Now you bring in Graham Mertz, who was beyond unimpressive at Wisconsin. Different system. I get all that. More athletes around him. But I don't know what to expect from Florida. They're thin, LT, and they're going to get it right. You know, if Billy Napier is given another year or two, they, Florida will be back. And that coaching staff can recruit. And they, and they flat out coach and develop talent. With Darnell Stapleton on the offensive line. Jabbar Jaluk is an outstanding running backs coach. But, man, this one, that offense with Graham Murch, a quarterback, they're going up against a defense where Morgan Scalley, the defensive coordinator, former safety at Utah. I mean, he's to me, he's a coach in waiting. Whenever Witt decides that he's done, Scalley's going to step right in and take over. And Scalley told me at the Rose Bowl last year, I'm like, man, you're losing so many guys. He goes, dude, look what I'm coming back. And he's right. Reed and Barton at linebacker. Cole Bishop at safety. I mean, they've got boy dog warriors and hunters on every single level. And they got depth, Lance. So Cam Rising's not going to go. I'm guessing it's a dub. I think Bryson Barnes is probably yep. going to get the start. He's you got know, a little experience. Yeah, he's a walk on. He's got some fire to him, man. He got thrown into the Rose Bowl. But, you know, look, Lance, Cam, you're going to have to have a toe line on Cam Rising to keep him off the field. And, they're, and, they, and I, again, I don't expect him to play on Thursday night. But I expect a low-scoring game. Humidity hit Utah going to Gainesville last year. 
altitude. You came out visiting when I was living out there, man, in Park City. It is no joke. Altitude so, game. I love them. Dude, I'm telling you, what's the total right now? 45 and a half? I'm leaning under. I, I, I think that's under. right. I, I kind of agree with you, too. Yeah, I just don't know what to expect from Florida at all. They're one of the more fascinating teams coming into 2023. Again, Utah is a team that can win 9, 10, possibly 11 games. If they stay healthy, if Cam Rising comes back, again, I got a lot of respect for that yeah. program. Okay, we're going to do this every week. I'm going to bring you on as a guest every week, the original roundtable. We all we survived last time, but you will be back every week. Darren Smith does this with me in San Diego. He still has a job somehow. We've been doing that for six years. So you're a brave soul, LT, reuniting this back. Hey, I'll never forget. We were, I'm in, though. I'll be here every week. Do, you, do you remember when we were broadcasting from the Still Silver Storm? We took some friends like Will Haver and yes. we took Charlie Vitella, and it, our oh, mics were hot. Hurt. Our mics were hot. Rockstar had not flipped the switch. And Dunaway actually was the guy that was calling me saying, your mics are hot. And for you and I, 99% of breaks said the most uh, outlandish and probably inappropriate stuff. But for whatever reason, for those four minutes in Philadelphia, Mississippi, we didn't say anything bad. But guess what? You can say whatever you want right here. I I don't even remember that. Oh, yeah. We did some crazy. We did a show from FBI headquarters in Birmingham. How you pulled that one off to allow us into the FBI and and not get arrested? First of all, that's a miracle. Second of all, just to get in there, what we learned that day, like, you, hey, public service announcement from Uncle LT and, you, and your buddy Uncle Ian here. Do not put stickers where your kids go to school or their names on the back of your vehicles. Why? Predators then identify your kids' names and can call them by name. I never would have learned that if I didn't do the show with you. From yep. the FBI right there in Birmingham. Uh, just a taste of what you're going to get 2023 season. We're looking forward to this. Uh, he's Ian Fitzsimmons, Lance Taylor with uh, the next round. And, of course, Disrupt Media. Tell your friends, like, subscribe each and every week. It's the original roundtable brought to you by Lance's Lock. Again, coming off at 8 and 2, Lance'sLock.com. We're going to win for you right at 57.5% if you combine NFL and college football in 2022. We're going to repeat it in 2023. Jump on board. Daily, annual, weekly packages. Lance'sLock.com. This has been the original roundtable right here on Disrupt. Disrupt.